0: My name is Kyle Willis, and this is Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. Welcome back to a new episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. Guys, today's going to be fun. I have been uh, chatting with our our guest. I'll introduce her in a minute. For the last 20 minutes, we've covered everything from our love and disdain for pets, for rescuing animals, naming them, the troubles that go into it, running a business, relationships. We're going to have a lot to cover today. Uh, It is my joy and honor to introduce Katya Sarmento to the Roosevelt Room. Katya, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me. This will uh, be a fun conversation. Uh, a, yeah, this will be <laughs> awesome.
0: For, for those who don't know Katya, she I've, I've been following her for probably about a year, maybe a year and a half now, uh, running similar circles from the online entrepreneur world. Uh, she is the systems wizard in the online business space i mean this girl is the person you talk to when you're wanting to know how to be able to take yourself out of the business uh without trying to without with being able to scale without trying to take away what your pride and joy is she knows how to allow your business to scale without having to sacrifice freedom or let it explode because something bad happens because you weren't involved she knows how to make sure she Uh, things run. She's got an awesome program. We'll talk a little bit more throughout the show called the seven figure freedom accelerator or seven FFA. When you hear us really refer to that, that helps business owners cut their workload in half, uh, setting up clear systems, hiring A players to manage those systems and clients for them. So Katya, enough formality. Let's have some fun. I, one of the things I've loved about you, you know, and their, their talk so far and following is you have such a, a systematized approach to business, but the way you live your life comes across so free and able to flow with whatever the day brings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love getting into kind of that origin story. I mm-hmm. love hearing the beginning of where did that freedom, where did that joy come from when it comes to business as a systems wizard? What What is your beginning?
1: Yeah, so this is always a funny story to tell because like in marketing, they're always like, what's your zero to hero story? And I'm like, look, I don't want to brag, but I've never had a zero to hero Come story. On.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've always just been good, but I didn't realize I was good for a long time. <laughs>
0: from the goat so, from day one.
1: <laughs> I was born this way, JK, JK. But no, like honestly though, I was a really weird child. You know, when girls are supposed to be playing with Barbies, I was on the computer playing Lemonade Tycoon. I remember this game called Big Biz Tycoon. Like one day I decided to Google it to see if it was still around and yeah. they still sell it for PC, I think, or something like that. I had such a hard time with that game and I finally beat it. And then like, I was like just making bank in this game. I would restart the game, just make bank again, man. I'm weird child. Um, Like cash registers and like business. Like I I taught myself how to code. I taught myself Adobe Photoshop front page back then. So I've always loved technology and stuff like that. I I self-taught. Like I remember arguing with my mom because instead of... (laughs) doing drugs and ha- having sex and going out. I was getting grounded for being on the computer for too much. Um,
0: <laughs> you trouble child. How dare you? I know,
1: right? I was a terrible child. Um, so.
0: Go be like everyone else and come back with a drug report.
1: <laughs> it's funny cause it's holidays. So we're all rehashing memories. And oh, like gosh. I always bring up to my mom cause there was one day where she shut off the Wi-Fi at like 10 o'clock cause that was my curfew or something. And this is like middle school, by the yeah. way, so it made sense. And I was like, mom, you're ruining my future career. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're like playing video games and eating shit on the computer, basically. <laughs> um, and I was, like, I had a set schedule. Like, I would play my World of Warcraft and then I would teach myself the code and then I would do some graphic design. I would I would build, like, um, when Myspace was cool, I would- Oh yeah, build, your top eight. I would build like those custom MySpace layouts like not the shitty ones where you go to a website plugging your images and hex codes and then it spits out code like I would actually like move the things around and design some really cool shit. Oh, and I wow. just had fun. I had a little mini business. I was happy that. if I had a
0: glittery cursor to follow you around. <laughs> And like Blink One Eighty Two playing in the background.
1: Oh and my God! To know you? I was Three Days Grace back then. <laughs> I still am. I still play Three Days Grace all the time. And they're touring. What? I um, didn't even know they're still around. I know. We, I know. Um, so yeah. So that's what I did in my middle school. And I was just always like really nerdy like that. And I started freelance web designing. <laughs> I remember this like my first client. I charged a hundred dollars for six custom-coded websites. Wow. Not even WordPress, not Wix or Squarespace. Like, front page, like, custom code. Like, I had my Sublime text open, and I custom-coded and designed. Do you want a job? No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. This was – that was so bad. That was so bad. But I – You know, I I had to get a worker's permit because that's what you do at 13 is get a worker's permit from your school. And I I had this class that was like a worker's class so I could leave school early to go to work. And I found some job to do. Yeah. But like, I I didn't notice this at at the time, but every job I got and I was like entry level, like I did dental billing and coding. I did front desk for a hotel and a dentist. I did a a relay associate, which is like uh, typing the conversations for the hearing impaired. Okay like i did like a lot of weird random jobs yeah every job i ended up i ended up like systemizing or organizing stuff and like creating processes for things and obviously not getting paid for it but then like (laughs) training upper management on this shit so i was like okay like one example the dentist their front desk had was terrible at customer service and they got fired and there was a huge drama so they're like okay do dental billing and coding and front desk because i like I would show up, finish the the billing in like five minutes and be bored on my phone the whole day. (laughs) So they're like, figure out front desk. So everything was paper. So I moved everything from paper, did research and found some good dental software and like appointments software, moved all of those freaking clients onto online and then started charging them like late fees and no show fees because that was an issue that they had stopped double booking because that was an issue that they had um, set up like a, a manual for the front desk and training for front desk staff helped them hire front that de- like I was getting paid 10 bucks an hour, which by the way, at <laughs> 16 is awesome. But like I was doing all of that stuff naturally. It just came naturally yeah. to me. I don't know. This was um, your new
0: tycoon game. Just I,
1: Yes. Yes never thought of it that way but yes
0: dental tycoon oh my god
1: (laughs) roller coaster tycoon was the bomb too i played that one that
0: was real good
1: when roller coaster tycoon 3 came out i was like mom can i use your pc because mine isn't powerful enough oh my god and the amount of laptops i went through i don't know what i would do but i would destroy pcs that's why i'm like a mac person now because like my pcs would not last a year like i'm not a (laughs) hardware person and people confuse that i'm a software person you won't build your own And I did. I built my own computer like two years ago in Christmas and it took us two days because I was like a perfectionist. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to fuck this up. But don't don't ask me hardware questions. Nah, um, not one either.
0: You're, you're safe with me.
1: <laughs> but like, yeah, so I did freelance web design for a while and I had a couple of clients and then I started pitching stuff to corporate as well and getting some gigs there. And it was like, it really took me a few years. Like, and also when I was 13, I was diagnosed with like major depression oh, wow. and I was very suicidal. So when I was 18, I had somebody tell me like, Hey, you do a really good job, freelance web designing. If you actually start like an entity, cause I had no idea what I was doing. And sure, it was like need sure. an entity. If you actually start one, I'll recommend all of my colleagues to you. Cause they were like really well known in Miami. And I was like, okay. So I quit my job and I dropped out of college halfway through my second semester. And then I started a business. And so what do you do when you start a business? You Google. So yeah. I started a lot, and I found some. Uh, what's it called, Jeff, Jeff's uh, launch formula? Oh, what is it? The I don't know. that three the three video series, isn't it PLF? I have not seen
0: this.
1: Acronym? Jeff Jeff Walker or something like that.
0: I've not oh. seen this. No. Oh, this is gonna, gonna bother have to look me this now. Up
1: now. I have to look this up too. I think okay. it's I think the acronym's PLF, like product launch formula or something okay. like that. And so it was like the three video series. And then at the end is a webinar. And then they sell you a program at the end of the webinar. And okay. then I get on a sales call. I discovered that for the first time. And they sold me into like a 6K, 5K, 6K coaching program because wow. it was help like the techniques they taught in the videos was helping me with my depression. I was like, okay, I need to solve the depression before I solve the business stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Smart. I ended up being with them for like two or three years. Okay. And it's funny because I started this when I was 18 and everybody was like, what is an 18-year-old that has nothing to do with life or health coaching doing in this program? Like yeah. it was really random. And so I was like like kind of famous in there. Black sheep <laughs> in there Like and cause everybody was older. So everyone, everybody's like, I'm like your second mother. I'm like your third <laughs> mother. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Cause I was also vulnerably sharing in a Facebook group about my depression and what I was working on. Yeah. Everybody else was just trying to become a better coach and get paid more <laughs> as a health coach and a life coach. And I'm here like, I want to be happy. I actually need help. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got certified in NLP and health coaching wow. and I, don't do health coaching at all. Don't ask me that either. Yeah, um,
0: that's an unknown fact.
1: <laughs> but it's funny because all of those people needed help with their tech stuff, and mm. so that's when people are like, "Hey, I'm having issue with this MailChimp form. Can you help me?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it'll take me like five minutes." And they're like, "How do I pay you?" And I'm like, "Oh no, 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 no. I I can do that." And they're like, "No, let me pay you." And then so I started getting paid for doing stuff that was like really easy to me. Uh huh. And um. And then I was, and then I took their, I took their business building program and then started doing sales calls and started like actually doing a coaching program, which oh is gosh. not a good fit for me, but it was, it just grew from there because all my ideal clients were there and they loved me yeah. and they've seen my expertise. Cause I would like build them spreadsheets for the program or I would, I would, I built an app for them too, um, just for fun. So I just kind of showed up every day in that Facebook group and became really well known and then started making friends online and became very best friends with Avery Ford. He's my best, 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 best friend. Mm. And I just like, this is like my, my moment. And yeah. I don't know if he realizes that he's part of my moment, but he is. And it was because he comes to visit us very often. Like, we're, like he'll come to stay for like a week or two at a time and we always go to Waffle House. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the Pacific Northwest. We got no Waffle House. <gasps> Whenever I go Midwest.
1: It, oh, it, but uh, you have In-N-Out.
0: In Seattle, we don't. We just got Chick-fil-A too. So we have no, no in n outs We have something similar called Dick's Hamburgers. That's kind
1: of like it. It ain't
0: In-N-Out. You don't replicate In-N-Out. So yeah, we're kind of suffering over here.
1: I feel so sorry for you. You I'm should. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I feel it. <laughs>
0: My gut doesn't, but I
1: do. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing, actually. But yeah, because Waffle House visits aren't the
0: best. Oh, no. Um, Waffle House is usually my 2 a.m. visit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So 2 a.m., we go to Waffle House every single time. And I think it was like the second or third time. He's just staring at me. Like, he's not eating. He's staring at me. And I wasn't eating at the time. I think I was on a diet um, because I I lived in an apartment with mold, and that's a whole other story. But I was sick and had to cut out a lot of food. And so... But my boyfriend asked me to cut his waffle. And so I was like, okay. So I start cutting his waffle and Avery's just staring at me and starts laughing his ass off. I'm like, what's so funny? And he's like, you have a system for cutting waffles. <laughs> I've seen you cut that waffle the same way each time. And it hasn't changed in like the year that I've known you. You have a system for your, for your fridge. You have a system for, your, for everything, for everything. And I was like.
0: He saw it.
1: He saw that. He saw that. I was like, shit, maybe I really need to take this seriously. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's my long-winded so beginning. <laughs> Avery was the one who
0: called out this gifting from within to say this whole aspect of systems is so inherent within you
1: oh you should have seen my old branding it was so bad I was the authentic (laughs) technology coach if anyone wants to go to archive.org you'll see cat web designs which I love the logo it was a cat it was so awesome I love that website uh cat web designs and then it was authentic technology coach which was like some uh rainmaker theme that worked Mm. off of wordpress it was so bad and then i started switching to i think maybe i had got the somewhere in between all of that and then i switched to read to make millions and that's where like the systems okay. and organization like started actually coming out and i moved away from tech coaching and freelance web design because really like and i had i ran an agency for a while where i was just managing launches and doing like unlimited tech support basically mm. but I never, like, it was never really the tech stuff. It was always the organization. Like, that's why my podcast One Sheet is so organized. It's because, like, I was the one having to get that information for summits and yeah. for podcasts for my clients. And I was like, this is so much bullshit. Like, you need to have this shit organized. And yeah. so I created a form, but no one would fill out the form. It was so annoying. So I was like, if I'm ever going to be interviewed, I'm going to make it easy for the other person because I remember. You for me, yeah. So it's like, I always did stuff like that, like found solutions to problems that either like held people back or slowed things down mm-hmm. or lost money. Like I just had a client right now. I I did an audit for him and I discovered an integration issue that lost him $2 million in, the, in six shit. months or something like that. And I was like, all I did was sign into ClickFunnels. That's all I did. And, and, and test things out. And I discovered that people were getting the course for free and it, like and so I, I, I can fix that, but like now it's like, it's more than that. Like my brain thinks further yeah. than just like, let's fix the integration issue. Now I'm thinking, okay, we need quality control. Cause how was this missed for so long? How can we set up a quality control process so that we make sure this, never happens again and not just for this one, but for everything else that he does in his business. Right. So like my brain just naturally thinks like that, like short-term quick fixes, but then also long-term, like mm. how can we make this work and never sure. make the same mistake again and deal with this issue? So, so uh, tell yeah. me
0: this then, and I think of you know you work with a lot of businesses, different sizes, different industries, but similarly have the same problem. Uh, we want to yeah. grow, but we got this, we got this issue. We can't scale the way we want to, and usually yeah. the solution is systems. How they off? You know, I have to imagine that's kind of like you know so someone's got a cold, someone's got some sickness. They don't know what it is. They need a doctor to diagnose it. You as that doctor, being able to look in their business, being able to diagnose the problem. You know, <laughs> even as I say this, all I can think about is SNL with Christopher Walken and Cowbell. You know, I gotta. Oh. See, and the only cure is more Cowbell. Um, <laughs> you know, I, all I, I whatever here diagnosing. <laughs> comes up, (laughs) you know, uh, get that thought out of my head. Um, the, the question though of a, of a business owner who doesn't know that systems are a problem. Okay. Maybe we start with it. Take one question further back. I'd love to hear you define what systems are.
1: Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's a good question because a lot of people get confused and overcomplicate it.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: And uh, you know what? Let's even, let's, Okay. You know, you could just type in define into Google and it tells you like the actual yeah, definition. Exactly. people don't do this often. And I no. do it and people get so pissed a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or an interconnecting network. So essentially it like in business, if you have all of these pieces that you're putting together to work on its own. And a lot of people think of systems like, Oh, it's something like I automated, like, um, a quick funnels funnel, or like an email campaign or something like that, but it 's even more than that it 's yeah, like yeah. well how do you how do you deliver a service in your agency like there's probably processes there that you don 't notice that can be put together as a system that runs on its own or is delegated to somebody else. Um, how do you check your emails? There's probably a system around that, like certain emails that you send constantly, certain like responses, certain things that you do that are replicatable and repeatable yeah. that you're doing over and over and over and over again, that if you just documented it into a process and put it together with all of your other processes, it would become a system.
0: Totally. Yep.
1: So that's the easiest way to explain it. And of course, like I can give concrete examples when I see what's actually going on in somebody's business. Cause like, I, I don't really like the systems in a box thing where it's like, sure, yeah use these templates. You have to be in Asana um, and you (laughs) have to do this thing and it just doesn't work for everybody. So that's why like the the doctor's office example is perfect because like I do need to review and I need to audit and then I might tell you something different. Even though you might have the same niche, same agency, same team size, same revenue, I might tell you something different from the other person because- Essentially, we're all human and we all have different personalities and learning styles like I have ADHD so my systems are Drastically different than somebody else that doesn't have ADHD like I need more accountability and I can't remember shit and I get so distracted so it's like I need the structure to be there to support the way that my brain thinks and what somebody like what works for me might not work for somebody else. True, yeah. My boyfriend has ADHD and he has totally different systems than me. Like he, he works a totally different way. And so I feel like any time that there's something not working in the business and we blame the person, I would rather blame the system or lack of systems mm. in that business and make sure that we're setting up something that's actually going to work, which is something that people don't talk about too often.
0: You know, <laughs> I know this is kind of a big question, and you may not be able to answer it in a simple way, and I'll understand if that's the case. Is there a question or a series of questions a business owner can ask themselves to determine if their systems are broken or mm. don't exist at all?
1: You know, I have been I have been brainstorming this the past couple of months. Um, and I'm trying to work I'm trying to find the patterns because so far I've run seven fFA for two years now, so they're starting to be some I know I'm noticing some patterns. and I've been talking to a lot of people i I think like the first thing is like how do you know if you need systems? It's usually like what I hear people saying is that like hey I, like I'm really good at marketing and sales. I started at the same time as so-and-so, my, my friend or my colleague, and they've surpassed me. And I know it's because they did well with hiring people and delegating yeah. p- to people. And for some reason, I've hired and delegated to the same people, but it's not worked as well for me as it has for them. Um, I've also heard like, um, I am I, I hired people and I'm spending too much time micromanaging them and they're not doing things the way that I want to. Yeah. I also hear like, I have a lot of ideas, but not enough time To like do them all, or like I'll start and finish. I'll start and not finish a lot of projects, or like I I tried Trello, Asana, ClickUp, Monday, all of them, Airtable, Notion, and none of it works for me. I don't like it. I dread it. Or like um, I I'm constantly working, and I'm busy, and I'm doing. I'm going through my to do list, but I don't really see like the ROI of it, like it's kind of like I'm working in the business versus on the business. Like I don't get to grow the business. I have to just make sure the clients are happy and sell shit and like kind of like the hamster wheel, like sell and then deliver, sell and then deliver. So that's usually, so far, those are the patterns. And I've been like working, like I'm actually taking two weeks off at the end of December to like sit down and really like put the pieces together i'm a very visual learner so i have cool. like i need cool. to do index cards and stuff so i'll probably post it and i can give you the link
0: yeah
1: uh, for the podcast the show notes but those are the signs that people are usually telling me that they need systems and then like on the opposite end when i'm auditing people it's usually like basics like do they have an org chart do they have clear roles and responsibilities? Do they have and track KPIs? Um, are they aware of their finances? Um, do they have a financial tracker and dashboard? Um, do they have like a lawyer, bookkeeper, CPA? Do they have SOPs? Do they have a project management system? Do they have team? Like I'm literally just asking the basics to see what they do and do not have. And then starting to figure out like, what does, what like, and I, I, okay, this is, this is actually a really good one that I talk to everybody about. It's like, forget about you, forget about your current team, forget about everything that you currently have in your business right now, and think about the vision, especially because it's like New Year's time, so everybody's like new goal, 2020, 2020, yeah. And so what's that vision, and what do you want to have happen, and then what does the business need to look like, like how does it need to be structured, like what team do you need, what software do you need, like what does that actually look like for you to actually hit that? And then take what you've got and fit the puzzle pieces in. Like, that's all I'm doing in the audit. And so when people tell me, like, I want to be making 50K with 40 clients a month, I'm like, okay, well, your current team can't do that and your current processes can't do that. So we need to figure out what that looks like. Build that out and then bring, like, pick up the team, rehire them is what I call it. We're not, we don't usually fire people. We're just moving people around (laughs) or like promoting them and stuff. Usually people need to be promoted because they're like, doing three oh if you're doing like three or four or five roles as one person uh, you and your team that's another indicator i have to fire ceos often from like (laughs) 10 different roles and it's like you're the ceo this is what you do yep oh my team fires me all the time they're like what are you doing we've yeah. got this handled, like get that's out of here. Um, <laughs> so accountability and checks and balances. Like, do you know how healthy your business is? And do you know how your team is performing? And are you tracking that? And do you have quality control um, for clients? Do you get yeah. like feedback? Like all of these things are things that I audit and we have to figure out where they want to go, where they are now and put those puzzle pieces in place and start yeah. building out anything that they're missing. And that's what we do in 7 FFA, Is we build it with them because like, And we have a lot of templates and, like, done-for-you stuff. Like, it's kind of like an on-demand ops team in 7FFA because, like, we have to build it with you. Like, I understand that people don't really think in a systems-minded way. So, it's half, like, people need to learn the skill of thinking in systems. Hmm. And after, like, a year, our members get it. Like, our members funny, some of my clients have become project managers for other people and I'm like, good for you. Like you used to hate <laughs> systems. So like, it's that skill of learning to think in a systems minded way. Cause it's, it's honestly like leadership development. And like, if you want to lead a team, like you have to think like in systems and it's yeah. actually not as complicated as people make it. Um, you just have to be able to embrace like how you think and how you work and how other people work and be able to build that out. And so we'll build out the systems with people because it just looks different for everybody and like the SOPs and the templates are like one part of it, like of a whole. So it's, it's a lot of work, but I, I feel so energized. Like if I could just work on systems all day, I would. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Here's what I love though is I think our our next question is going to get it. Be one of those movies where we lay the foundation in the beginning of the movie, then we jump to the end. And then you're like, Oh my God, this is how the movie's supposed to end. What, Where's the next 30 minutes going to be? And we'll, we'll come back to that middle in a moment. But you talk about, hey, it's a lot of work. There's, there's a lot of foundation to be built. That is completely understandable. And I think so often people look at that hurdle, that hill they have to climb, and they say, dude, I don't have time for that. Uh, it's not, is it really worth my energy? And they usually talk themselves out of it. I know I certainly mm-hmm. have in the past as well. But when you are able to build that system, when you're able to create that plan, it really allows you to take yourself out of the business and allow your business to then grow. I love to hear a little bit from you. You know, we talked to, before we started the show, of just kind of what this year's looked like for you, for some of your clients that when they've done this foundational work, when they've done what they needed to do, when you've done what you've needed to do to be able to have something like a system in place, we can put the system conversation on hold for a moment and talk about just when shit hits the fan, how do you respond? Does your business pay the price for that or yep. can it continue to grow and, and scale, yep. even without you having to give the full focus you normally have. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your perspective on that.
1: Yes. So, and it's funny because I, I do get that ob- objection, if you want to call it that, like very often. And it's like, it's, it's a lot of work up front for long-term gains. Cause also a lot of people say, I don't want to step out of my business. Like I yeah. want to work in my business and that's okay too. I have some people that still work on the things but they like there's still systems around it because and somebody posted this in in the comments of one of my posts it's like what if your what if your whole team gets sick what if you and your whole team gets sick (laughs) that could happen that literally just happened to one of my clients he got his whole office got sick he was sick with something really bad for two weeks and he didn't work he didn't work and everything was fine the clients were fine The, the, the like and it's so funny because, and I'm going to say that story and another story. All we had worked on, I had only worked with this client for a month. All we had touched on was the project management system and clarifying roles. Like that's all we worked on for a month. And, and I, I will tell you, like I have members complaining to me. It's like, I don't feel a lot of momentum. Like we're just working on this one thing and it's taking too long. And I'm like, look, This is not going to be exciting by any means. This is not like a marketing course where you make like six figures in six days. Like (laughs) it's, it's boring shit. I promise you. And And they complain at first, but then when shit hits the fan, which for some reason always happens. always does. Or when vacation comes up because it's the holidays and the kids are home and they can't focus and they just want to take time off and they can now, they're like, oh my God, thank God we did that work for like a month or two. Like, I don't know what I would do without Mm. that. And so, yeah, that client took two weeks off because he was sick, came back, the team and the company was running. And then he's like, fuck it. I'm going to take another week off and go travel. <laughs> I was like, cool. I bro. Love it. I love and I'm it. like, I haven't talked to you in a month. Come back so we can work on some more <laughs> stuff. because We have some more stuff to work on. And by the way, like seven FFA, I don't have contracts. Like people stay month by month. They recommit every single month. And I just feel like I want people to be in there ready to do the work because I don't want to hold anyone hostage. So yeah. like, Kudos I to the people that. in there, like actually showing up every month and doing the work or taking a whole month off too, to just like relax yeah. and chill and take a vacation, and take care of themselves. Right. I feel like we deserve that with how hard we've worked. Right. Totally. And the other story that happened recently too, is this was like around Thanksgiving before Thanksgiving, one of my clients who runs an e agency, uh, got arrested abroad. Whoa. And I all like, it was actually the day we have office hours every Thursday where I work with them one-on-one to build some systems. And I was like, Hey, are you hopping on today? Like you're late. And he's like, Hey, I got arrested. I'll tell you more later. And I was like, okay, surprise. (laughs) surprise, I know. And then like black Friday came and I was like, oh shit. Like he's e-com like this is the biggest point in his business in the year, like yeah, he might lose some client
0: for this moment.
1: Yeah. And so, and again, this is another client. All we worked on was org chart roles, responsibilities, and project management system. And I kept an eye on Trello and his team was working. I don't know shit about Facebook ads, so I couldn't give any <laughs> input, but I just made sure that they were showing up and the clients were being answered and stuff like that. It ran smoothly. He he was, he, was, he was in jail for two weeks because since he was a foreigner, there was like some issues there that they had to get lawyers and get him out. It was like really, he told me the story after, like he got out last week. Oh my like, gosh. I talked to him for the first time last Thursday or the Thursday before. And no, last th- it was last Thursday that I talked to him. He got out on Wednesday and flew back to the U.S. And he told me the whole story. And I was like, Holy fuck, man, that's scary. <laughs> and he's like, I was worried about my business. I was scared that we were gonna lose all our clients because like I wasn't there and I'm yeah. always the one doing the strategy for the ads. And it's Black Friday and Cyber Monday, the biggest holidays for yeah. Econ. And all of the clients were happy and got results and they were totally fine. And wow. I retained all of my clients and my team ran the whole show.
0: Could you that's do insane. that? Wow. Yeah, without systems. Be halfway across the country, locked up in jail, <laughs> and your business be able to I told it. him
1: he needs to like post this. Like I almost want to tell him to write a book <laughs> because, like, what the fuck? That's crazy. I asked him, I asked him to make a post at least inside of 7 FFA so that the members can see. Because yeah. like you you would never think shit like that no. would happen to, to you. Um, but like it, it's just like and like I've had other clients that were going through divorce and moving houses and like a lot of just life stuff, like kids sure. are sick at home. And it's like we're human, so like that stuff's gonna happen. And you think like, oh, whatever, like it's not urgent because it's not happening to me right now. But thank God that he joined when he joined because we had like a couple of weeks to work on systems yeah. and just the bare minimum with just project management alone helped the team run on its own. Because he was like, if we if we didn't have if we didn't do the work that we had done, like I don't think the team would have been able to manage it as well as they mm. did this time. And I was like wow like man. what what a story like that was lucky so now I'm like this is fucking urgent guys like yeah. we have to do this
0: <laughs> I love that man I, I I cannot imagine being in that guy's shoes me and, neither but I think you know the aspect of what where he would have been you know if it was three months prior the oh shit moment when it really does hit the fan and you're sitting there scrambling I, mean, yep. I can't call up my clients. I can't call up my team. I'm stuck in the cell. I'm halfway across the country. WTF, it's all going to hell. Whereas if you have a system in place, you have someone like you to talk to you and you're able to, you know, as you helped, in, helped out with organizing the team to be able to say, no, look, a wrench is thrown in our plans. Okay, we're going to figure this out. We're going to be able to adjust. This is why we built this foundation. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's, I, I think as, as an agency owner myself, you know, I've had those times. I once had a project where it was a big web dev project, had a developer quit halfway through. was going through some health issues, some mental issues, relationship, mm-hmm. all those issues that you could think of. And he finally just said, look, man, this is not, this is hurting my health, not helping. I got to Yeah. Hurt. And it was that deal of, oh shit, I'm not a developer, I can't take on this project. Where am I going to find someone else? And had to go to the client, and be like, I need more time. I'm sorry, blah blah blah. Yeah. And and be, you know, having systems in place to be able to say, okay, we know how to find a new person. We know where we are in this project. He wherever he had to leave off. We need this, you know, everything is yeah. up to here, wherever his, uh, file re- uh, repository is or any of that type of stuff that we mm-hmm. need to grab. Awesome. We can weather this storm. And I think, you know, I, of so many businesses who go through those times of, well, they be a shitty fan or, you know, I, I got an email today from a client telling me that they, they had some s- go on with their finances and they're going to have to pause their marketing before the first quarter of the new year and said, you know, Hey, we got to pay for this big uh, build out over here. We need to pause all marketing. And my previous reaction had been like, God damn it. There goes, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, Whereas instead it's like, no, I got a system in place that I can go get more clients. I Mm -hmm. got a system in place that I, that my, my team's not going to sit around twiddling their thumbs wondering what to do. We know what we can do when there's quote unquote, dry times, quote unquote, busy times, we know how to make yep. sure we don't lose our mind also. Yep. Katya, here's here's where I love to kind of just guide, go, go a little deeper, you know, yes, stay on systems, kind of just take it to that next level. When you work with people, I've been big this year on mindset. I've been big this year on self-growth. And I have to imagine as you're working with these business owners, you talk about yourself earlier as a child and what you went through in, in that type of development, discovering who you are. What's that? What do you look for when you're working with your clients, you know, of their personality, their mindset, Mm -hmm. some of those blocks that, that run into you, Hey, I could build the best system, but if this belief doesn't change, or if this way of treating your team, treating yourself doesn't change, no system is going to help you grow. Are there things like that, anything <laughs> like that you could highlight?
1: Yeah. Um, so it actually caused me to pivot two years ago for, for a lot of, um, okay. So I used to work with a lot of bigger companies, like yeah. corporations, startups, and even like online agencies that are already, already at seven figures and eight figures, trying to get to eight or nine oh man, there's just a lot of bad habits already set. And when you're working uh, with such a big company, it's harder to change uh, the way that people act and behave, especially when it comes from the top down. Yep. And it's so funny because I try for so long to change it from down up and okay. it just doesn't work. Like people do, like, it's kind of like, do what I say, not what I do. Yeah. People replicate what the, their bosses do. Yeah. It just there's no way around it, and it it was just so hard to try to change a culture when the CEOs or the business owners weren't changing themselves, because um, it's leadership. They are the leaders of their company, and I cannot want growth more than you do. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I and like with my clients, like I like they become my best friends. They become my family. Like I care about them. Like I was messaging my client, like, Hey, are you alive? Uh, are you still in jail? Are you okay? I was talking to his girlfriend. I was talking to his friend. I was making sure that he's okay because I care about him as a human being. And so like, first off, I have to like you, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, and I did like a lot. I'm not saying I didn't like the people that were at like a bigger area. It's just like a lot of the time ego came into play and they were like, oh, because I made so much money, I know it all. Mm-hmm. Or because I read this book, it's this is the way. And I'm like, look.
0: <laughs> I just think of a few people <sighs> when you say that. Yes, keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also like, oh, I left startup really quick because – oh, it's like, we got a lot of funding. And I'm like, who cares? Like, you guys are still a shit show. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, Great pitch, but everything else sucks. So it's and corporations don't even get me started on that. It's like, oh, so and so has the ownership of this, which is good. Like everybody, there should be levels of ownership and stuff like that. But then when that owner, that manager doesn't want to do the right thing. It's just like, why the fuck are you even working at this company? But so I pivoted mm-hmm. two years ago. That's when I started seven FFA. Cause I was like, let me reach the people that are making like 20 to 30 K. They're fresh, they're new, they're excited. They're going to do the fucking work because they've been doing it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I get people at the 50 K per month range, trying to get to 80 K and on, and those people are good too. I just need people that like are willing to make changes and change is really hard. I like I I'm I'm guilty of doing the same thing even though I know I'm getting a certain result that I don't like and I have bad habits and like I love James clear atomic habits like that's just one of the best books I I love James I've been reading his blog for so long and it's just so true like you can change your habits you can change your behaviors but if you're like thinking like, Oh, this is the way it worked up until now. So I need to keep doing this thing. It's going to keep you stuck where you're at because you need to do something different to get to that new level of growth. Right. And it's most likely systems and team development and leadership skills. And a lot of the time, like I see this, like with women, like self worth issues, a lot Mm -hmm. of the time it's like, can I charge this price and can I hire and pay this person or can I do this? Or am I doing this right with guys? it's more just organization, like just organizing them. Okay. It's, it's like, I, I, I'm a mess. Like just organize me and they're more willing to take action, but they, they like women are more organized than men. It's, it's, it's weird. I get, I get a good, even mix of both. Yeah. And I've noticed yeah. little patterns like that. And so like, um, I have to call Mallory in very often <laughs> to be like, Hey, you need to work on your mindset because like you need to figure out what you want. I can't help somebody if they don't know what they want because I can't tell them what they want for them. They have to be willing to be wrong um, a lot of the time, especially with team because you're dealing with human beings yeah. and uh, like you have to you have to treat them as humans yeah. with respect and kindness. <sighs> That's always a hard one for me. That was really hard in corporate and startups and and like bigger companies yeah. too because they treated people like shit. And it's like if like. I don't know. People just have to want to grow. Like yeah. I've had people that I've worked with and I'm like, do you want to make seven figures? And they're like, no. And I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, That's is. okay. We systemized you. You're paying your bills. You're traveling and doing what you love. Stop pretending like you want seven figures. Cause you obviously don't want this. Cause this is like, I'm pulling teeth right now. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. We just get you up to a certain point and let you go. And just, it's boring. Yeah. I'm just gonna be honest with you just keep doing the things that work don't do the things that don't work maintain it at the same level tweak things whenever like you know the industry changes and just keep going and and maybe start a new passion project or get a social life or do something <laughs> outside of business right so it's it's sometimes it's just some people don't want to grow and that's totally okay that's and some people want the whole empire and more. And it, that's going to take a lot of work. Yeah. And some people start four businesses because they start four businesses. We work <laughs> on all four. Like, So I don't mind any of that stuff. It's just when ego comes into play or mm-hmm. when it's it's like they, they don't want to admit that they have a bad habit. Because I'm like the first person, when I see a recurring issue, I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Because I, yeah. I'm creating this. I'm the common denominator here. So what do I have in like, First off, it's powerful to just own that I created this and I have responsibility over this because now I can change it. And then it's like, okay, how do I change this? And how do I make it better? And what do I need to change in my mind? And I will like go to therapy, hire energy healers, hire mindset coaches, hire whatever I need to do to yep. be able to like, get a different perspective and change my mind about it. And that way I can change my behaviors and habits around it too. And it's just like, if people aren't willing to do that, I can't help. I yeah. just can't.
0: That willingness to embrace change is Mm -hmm. so foundational. I love that you're, as you work with people, willing to call that out on them. I think the, uh, when I look at what 2019 has been like for me, uh, this concept of the way I show up in life, in business, in my relationship with my spouse, significant other, uh, as a father, as a boss, as with my clients fill in the blank, whatever you want to say is the way I show up, recognizing that I get back what I'm willing to put out Mm -hmm. and where that isn't positive, where that isn't fulfilling to to others. The only way to change that is if I'm willing to change it myself and seeing, you know, that getting to that place of, am I content and proud of who I am and Mm. where I'm not being willing to make that change? You know, I am not content with my, my health right now. Hell yeah, okay. Then do something about it. Yeah, and hired a fitness coach. I've been on a fitness, yes, coach that's last, awesome for the last uh, where we at about a month and a half now. And you know, hey, I, I you know, I, I want to improve on my uh, ability, my sales. Okay, I hired a sales coach. And then thing is, that aspect where it's like some things are absolutely doable within yourself that mm-hmm. you can, you know, you just know, hey, I need to work on this cool, do it. I'm the type I need that accountability. Oh, I'm yeah, me too. It's like, <laughs> you know, all right. I want to have these systems in place. I got to have someone, whether it be Katya, it'd be a program like a 7FFA, someone who I can say, Hey, help me highlight what my weaknesses are. And if I'm willing to embrace that change, then hell yeah, I'm going to get on it. Yep. When, when, you know, for a listener's sake, for those who, who catch this, uh, reading through the show notes and whatnot, when there's, you know, for those that are in that place of saying, all right. You're speaking on something I feel like I need to know more of. Either A, I just want to know what it means to get some systems in my business. Scaling sounds awesome, but I don't really know what the hell that means. <laughs> All right. There may be some areas for change in me. I don't even know what that looks like yet either. Where would you recommend they start and being able to learn a bit more of your mm. process and, and, and your approach yeah. to, to growth?
1: I would go to 7ffa.com. Because I made, I wrote, I spent a whole year writing a manifesto and it's, it's probably my best work yet. And I've presented it to a lot of different, uh, companies as well. And it'll help you on the path of figuring out where, like what you want and where you need to improve and what it's actually going to take. Because I feel like a lot of people are making business sound either really overcomplicated or yeah. really stupid simple, like easy, like too, too easy. And it's it's neither or, it's like a gray area. It's yeah. like, you have to do the work. And like, sometimes it just gets mundane and boring, and you just have to do what works. And it's not as complicated as most people make it. And so I I try to map that out within this manifesto and it it takes people like on average, like 10 to 20 minutes to read it all the way through because there's a lot of content. And at the end I gave one of my presentations, I did a, I did a talk at Kat Howell's agency accelerator. in She called me out last minute. It was like, uh, like Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. No, it was Tuesday night. I went, got my hair done at my, my girl does my hair every week. And I went to her fricking house. She washed my hair in her sink and did <laughs> my hair. And then I flew out that Wednesday, 30 hour flight to Fiji. Oh my gosh. Like, and we had booked the tickets Tuesday night and I flew out like less than 12 hours later to Fiji.
0: Damn.
1: Didn't have a presentation at all already. Um, figured it out during Tom Breeze's YouTube talk which was amazing too and then presented it. And it was like bootleg recording. Like (laughs) it's not like professional at all, but I definitely wanted that. Like I wanted people to be able to hear it. So at the end of the manifesto, you can watch the video for free. People pay thousands of dollars to be in that room. I understand that. So like, um, don't expect high quality, like video footage, but the content's really good. And then reach out. Cause a lot of the times people are like, they reach out and they're like, here's where I'm at. And sometimes I'm like, bro, like you just need an accountant. To work yeah. through your finances. <laughs> like yeah. go talk to Adam Rundle or something like, you know, or you need a sales coach or you need yeah. a mindset coach or you need to work on marketing for a little bit first and get your sales up. It might not always be systems. It might just be a system in a different area because yeah. there are marketing systems and sales systems and mindset systems and financial systems that you might be missing. I work more on like project management and team hiring and stuff like that. So it's funny because I do help people hire CFOs and sales and stuff like that but like don't hesitate to reach out cuz like yeah. i'll try to point people in the right direction as far as what they need and like the sooner you start looking at this problem even though it's probably uncomfortable and like i'll just give an example myself i ignored my marketing and sales for a long time because I was feeling like really resistant to it. I didn't like what I was learning in the industry about how to market and how to get clients. Word of mouth referral always worked really well for me. So I kept doing that, but I knew I needed to do more. And I knew yeah. that I wanted more people to hear this message. Even if they don't work with me, I just want people to understand and start thinking about this and start having this conversation. And so I always resisted it. And literally last, like uh, a couple months ago, I think last month or the month before, what are we in December? December Maybe it was yep. I think it was September. I completely handed off my marketing wow. to my team, and I'm like, "There you go, Come you on. do it." Um, That was very uncomfortable. Embrace
0: change yourself. <laughs>
1: I know, right? Like I feel like even now, like talking about it, I'm like <laughs> perfectionist in me. Like I'll check into my project management system all the time, but like I let it, I let it go, and like we're working out the kinks and stuff like yep. that. But it's like. I, that was just my area of growth. And I feel like we're always going to have these areas that we resist yeah. that are really uncomfortable, but we have to just look at it and do something about it because if yeah. not, it's just going to snowball and grow into something bigger because True. it's something that I had neglected for a couple of years and just felt really angry at, uh, at the industry and stuff that so I had a lot of mindset coaching, energy healing and stuff like that. And then like actually like, like creating the system and then delegating what was working to people Mm -hmm. and so if you feel like there's something like that coming up for you just start like talking about it to your colleagues and to friends like I talked to a lot of people and got a lot of different perspectives and it just took that one person to say that one thing that probably other people had said multiple times it just clicked it just finally clicked yeah and I had heard the same thing for years and this one person just said it the way that made sense to me so you never know reach out for support and get some different perspectives from experts that you that by expert meaning somebody who has done the thing that you have yep. want to do yep. okay i might not be the expert in the thing that you want i'm actually not an expert in ecom so don't ask me like how to set up a <laughs> shopify store right sure. but yeah. i can organize your team development and project management systems for an ecom agency that i can do i've done it time and time again so of course like Make sure you're asking the right yeah. the right questions. <laughs> totally. Well, this is awesome. And
0: I think, you know, for our, our listeners' sake, we'll make sure, first off, we'll make sure in our show notes that we have a link to 7ffa.com, as she mentioned. What she put together in that self-paced guide for being able to scale your organization, this manifesto, uh, it's pretty awesome. I've looked through it. I love it. It's very, it's concrete strong visuals good training good material and like she Pokemon said it's, it's digestible dogs, right yeah gives. it's, it's <laughs> that deal where you're not reading this heady material where you're like oh my god i need to take a break in a dictionary to go through the rest of it and it's it's real and it, that's what i love about katya is is you know you've heard from her so far is is her approach it's so practical. It's so personal as well of, Hey, if I'm not the right person, I'll recommend who's the better fit for you. Um, you, you know, the, what, what my clients hear for me often, those in my circle is I love doing business with my kind of people
1: mm. and
0: certainly didn't come up with that phrase, but that aspect of who see, who do I see eye to eye with? Who do I know that I can mm. really make a difference in their business or they make a difference in my business. For those of you listening who are like, man, is this is this something I should really act on I want to give you that hell yes Katya is my kind of people she's someone that you should just have a conversation with like she said even what she set up is on a month-to-month basis if you were thrown in prison tomorrow would your business be able to survive
1: Katya helps someone <laughs> what a do that in
0: two weeks right
1: oh my god <laughs> Oh man! that's the
0: fame so there. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, keep, I'll keep your business out of jail, even if you are.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so good! Oh my god, that's funny. And you know, it's like just like just like with everything that you're saying, I feel like my mission and something that I had to get clear on last year. Like my mission is to just see more businesses not attached to the person running it like the person owning it right yeah it's like it's a jail it's literally a fucking jail when you are sick or something happened and you have to keep working it's like yep. either i work and pay the bills or i don't work and take care of this thing but then not pay the bills it's like yep. catch 22 and it sucks ass like i've been Hell there yeah. and it's like it's just like i don't I don't even care about the money anymore. Like I just want more people to think about this and start setting up their business in this way so that they're not in their own self-made jail. (laughs) Right. So it's just like, it sucks to see. And I get really, I get emotional and passionate about this, not excited, (laughs) passionate about this. When I see somebody like having health issues or the, you know, the jail thing. And I'm like, thank God that we worked on this. And like, I don't even care if people like me sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> you need to do this. I'm gonna tell you because I love you, even though I just met you, yeah, yeah. but I care about you and I've, I stalk people, so I like really get background information on like who they are and their families and like everything, like it's just what matters to them. And it's like, if this thing really matters to you, like if money really matters to you or family really matters to you or travel and learning and creativity really matters to you, you have to do this thing. And yeah. I don't care if you hate me. I'm going to be the one to tell you because no one else is telling you this and it's really fucking you over. So, yeah, like, that's why I wrote the manifesto and spent a whole fucking year <laughs> writing it and perfecting it and making it with Pokemon like, references and stuff because I, I also like to have fun. But yeah. I feel like this is so important. I feel like more people need to talk about it. And I, I feel like even if my clients, like, learn my systems and go teach other people i don't fucking care like don't copy the ip copy the systems and go share this with more people because more people need to step as like not like if there's any point of the business that is attached to a human being you're at risk yeah because human beings aren't like forever and perfect you know so and like it's just it's just the reality of things that we all need to embrace and run with and I'm like, I I have to follow my own advice sometimes where yeah. I'm resisting like marketing. Marketing depended on me for a long time. I had to let it go. I had to delegate it, I had to build systems. If something happens to my team, somebody else can follow up with it, right? And I just feel like everybody needs to be setting up their business in this way and thinking about it at no matter what level of business they're at. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very passionate about that. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, this is like the Lord of the Rings where there's seven endings and... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one more story uh, just to resonate (laughs) with what you're saying. I I remember last July, I was in in Kona in Hawaii as a family. It was supposed to be a family vacation. And talk about shit hitting the fan. I lost three clients in one week, Um, all related to the same service, called up the guy who was managing that service saying, what the hell's going on, man? It said three people drop off. And he didn't really have much of any answer, was trying to figure out how to, you know, do I, how do I save the client? What's going on? All that shit was going down. Meanwhile, I'm still taking sales calls while I'm, you know, on the beach and long story short, we get back from that vacation. My wife's like, I will never go on a vacation with you if you're like that again. That was, that was horrendous. You were not present. You were not in a good mood. Uh, You there, that was not a vacation with you. That was like the, you know, my wife and our two daughters, that was me and the kids and you doing your own thing. That sucked. And as you can imagine, going to Hawaii is supposed to be exciting, relaxing, obviously it ain't cheap, it ain't easy to do. And it was supposed to be something special. And Instead, it was detrimental to both my business and, and not that Hawaii was, but the way I had set my business up. I was so integrated into it, um, so dependent on me that I had to keep doing these sales calls. I was so disconnected from the team with some of our services that I didn't realize, like I went back and looked at it. I had lost 17 clients under this one guy's management, and I just was aloof to it um, because, I thought he was doing a really good job. And it wasn't that he was a bad guy. There was some things that were outside of his control, some things that shouldn't have been on his plate. And if I had some better systems in place and checks and balances in place, it all could have been avoided. And so this was one of those years where um, I had to get my shit in order. Yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, you know we'll, we'll have a, a test coming coming February. We're going back to Hawaii and, <laughs> and we're, we're going back there in fact we're actually going to Hawaii twice next year um and I think with where my team's at I actually get to di- to leave the business you That's know I awesome. went to San Diego what was two weeks ago for Thanksgiving and was fully disconnected and I was like didn't touch the phone and have an awesome team now that can run that shit and I think for those listening who are in that place are like man I'm I'm that guy in Hawaii. I'm that girl in Hawaii. My business would run amok. If I lost three clients in a week, I don't know what I'd do. Uh you know, or if I lost one, talk to Katya. She's <laughs> gonna give you some peace of mind. She's gonna help you make sure you can go enjoy your vacation, you can enjoy your holidays if <laughs> you get locked up in prison you're going to be okay. Uh, I hope seven, you don't. I hope you don't too. But hope as you don't we heard, get sick oh, <laughs> as, as we heard, you, you can weather that storm.
1: Yeah. God
0: damn, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, for those listening, again, 7ffa.com. We'll have that in the show notes. Best way to connect with her and uh, find out more of her her offer for, uh, eight, for businesses and agencies looking to not just scale uh, revenue-wise, but in the health and wellness of their business and personal health as well. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> Hey, I want
0: to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. If you heard something today that you would like to follow up on and be able to connect with us, connect with our guest, we will have their contact information as well as any links to the resources they talked about from Facebook groups, their website, any type of offers that they gave on our website at mfrpodcast.com. Once again, that is Podcast.com. Join us there. I'd love to keep the conversation going and you'll be able to get all of our show notes as well as links that the guests spoke about. So that way we can really serve you. Really do appreciate you spending time with us today in this episode. Hope you have a great rest of your day.